Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont, and with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Polk. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well, Sarah. How are you doing this Thursday evening? I'm doing fine. I'm doing all that's, right. That's good. That's good. Did you catch? Did you catch a succession this week? I am caught up. You disclosed after I, like making me yeah. feel like you were ahead of me that you hadn't yeah. been watching season three. <laughs> I yeah, I did. I, I did watch episode three behind episode four, but I got I got I got uh, sidetracked with the harder they fall on uh, Netflix the, with uh, Idris Elba and the, the the black the black excellence western, which was really yeah. good actually. Yeah, okay. it was really good. I, I you know I'm not a big western person, but I I, I really did enjoy that. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 So that's my excuse. So it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like I was watching a football game or anything. <laughs> I wasn't thinking you were. I just, <laughs> you made it seem like you were ahead of me on this show. And then it came out oh, yeah. during the post show last week. You're well, gone. yeah. Yeah. Well, I was there for a minute, but then now you are. Now you're, now you're, now I'm behind again. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, man, uh, I don't even know where to start today because I feel like there are mo- moments when I look at our rundown and I'm like, okay, this is manageable. And then you just go in there and you put all of the stuff and I'm like, okay, well, if you want to talk <laughs> about this stuff, let's 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 go through it. It's just going to be Will explaining things to me for about 10 minutes. Um Stranger Things 4 release is slated for summer 2022, and Netflix also released the titles for all nine episodes. No, we will not be going through the titles of all nine oh, episodes. Don't, don't worry. I don't have the nine titles, but I just, you know, and actually I was one of, it was one of those things where I was like, I should have just put on the chopping block because, you know, I guess Stranger Things Day was last Saturday, and so Netflix had their big, you know they they've become like everyone else doing the these event days like we got Disney Plus Day coming tomorrow for you know giving it to celebrate its two year anniversary we can talk about that more in a bit but um yeah they you know again they dropped another trailer and um basically seven eleven is in in California and and yeah no I, you know I was thinking you know I was thinking that for whatever reason the movie seven popped in my head. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. We'll watch yeah. it whenever it drops. Who cares? Yeah, you, um, yeah, you're giving me shit, and I'm like, this is going to be completely off my game. I, I just I just am, like, looking at this and, like, why does <laughs> Will want to talk about this? I feel like every other episode we say Stranger Things 4 will be released next year. This is nothing new. Yeah, um, I know. I, well, you should have taken it off. Okay, we're doing post-production. We're doing pre-production in the middle of our movie. I'm trying to move on. You won't let me go. Um, Premiere dates for Superman and Lois, Naomi and The Flash moves to Wednesday in 2020. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I should definitely start reading these things beforehand, but okay. So we went over this during the pre-show today. Superman and Lois and Naomi, (laughs) two different shows. (laughs) I'm, yeah. Can you imagine if Superman and Lois came back for season two and then they were like Superman, Lois, and Naomi? <laughs> yeah, well, they're on the same they're on the same night. They're coming back January eleventh. So 
They are back to back. And super and he was in the trailer. He was in the trailer. Yes. <laughs> I hope the listeners at least laughed at my joke because Will completely disregarded it. Anyway, the flash <laughs> will move to Wednesdays. Next week, we'll start talking about this whole Armageddon situation. You can tell by my tone, I'm really looking forward to it. And then we're going to see the Flash up until Christmas. And then in March, we will see it again. Yeah. How many wells will we see? That's the question. Yeah, Tom Cavanaugh, I think, is slated to do a guest slot this year. But, uh, yeah, yeah, but... They, I guess, yeah, they'll they'll be back on Tuesdays, and then yeah, moving to Wednesdays next next March. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, Supergirl ended. Yeah, it did. And I didn't watch a single episode of the final season. <laughs> I actually I started the first few episodes, and then they just this didn't grab me, and then. I did watch the finale. Uh, the, the, I guess the, the back-to-back episodes for the finale and the penultimate episode, and you know, it basically, you know, it did what it needed to do. I thought it was, you know, the show stayed true to itself. What we, I think, whenever we work, yeah, Sakara so would basically, you know, she realized that hey, I, I am not. I can let other people come to the realization that they can save themselves, and it was all about hope and. And 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 also yeah, it, it was it was good, but you know I think definitely narratively I think they they ended at it, the show at a good place. Awesome, Patty Patty Jenkins, um, Star Wars film Rogue Squadron is delayed. Shocking! I am so shocked by a movie being delayed right now, um, especially with a director yeah. who what is overseeing one franchise and then all of a sudden gets announced to directing a star Wars movie. Like, yeah, no shit. Yeah. Over- <laughs> who, who could have yeah. predicted this? Oh yeah. Not only that, but then she also, you know, overseeing the wonder woman franchise and then and they confirmed that one. Then she and gal also have the uh, Cleopatra film coming up that oh. they're going to make. And yeah, she just basically overbooked herself. I mean, it has nothing to do with COVID. She just like, and I. But also, I think I think there's some thoughts that maybe there was some creative differences going on between Patty and and Lucasfilm. Imagine that. Uh, oh, that's the next announcement to come. Yeah. yeah. Like, you no, know she's gonna eventually walk away from the project due to yeah. creative differences. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I remember them announcing all of these Star Wars movies. This was one where I was very skeptical. <laughs> <laughs> but they had, so but really- they, yeah, I, you were skeptical. But I mean, but they had such a big production with it, you know. It was like you know, special trailers and X wings flying around, and I mean, it was this just is, like this is twenty twenty one, end of twenty twenty one. We, as in viewers who follow this stuff, have seen people go big, write scripts. Those scripts end up getting out. Mm-hmm. And then do they end up walking away from the project? Yeah. Some even get fired while they're shooting the project. So, <laughs> yeah. You know? Very true. <laughs> Until it's airing in theories in theaters, I don't believe it. <laughs> uh, I know you're still, like, waiting for the Black Adam not to come out. <laughs> 
No, no. I, I mean, it clearly is. It, it at yeah. least has footage, but I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if it got delayed and pushed back and they yeah. made all of these excuses. Yeah. Um. All right. Talking about things getting delayed. Miss Marvel will come to Disney Plus in the fourth quarter of 2022. So it's coming in the fall of 2022. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was supposed to come out. Yeah, it was supposed to be the fall of 2021, but you know. <laughs> I know. And you know what? We've seen images from them shooting this show. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. Don't know why you push it back so much, but. Well, apparently, I think. Yeah, I guess. I guess with the realignment of all the films as well i guess they're trying to have this one fall closer to the release of the marvels uh captain marvel 2 Ooh, well hey i it, it, this this last like year of marvel has been really good. I like the balance between films and TV shows. Mm -hmm. And um, it, I, I don't feel like I've been inundated because I feel like everything has been spaced pretty mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. So, so I, I mean, if they're doing it for some strategic narrative purpose, then in Feige, we trust. So exactly, exactly. Um, and then you apparently want to speculate about Disney Plus Day tomorrow. Um, so did they drop a Kenobi sizzle reel? They did. Well, apparently it was dropped, and then it got a copyright claim. <laughs> of, course. of course, of course, yeah. So I think I think some someone may have maybe prematurely leaked it because we'll just you know imagine that happening in twenty twenty one. But uh, yeah, it was pretty it was pretty dope actually. They had it, it obviously Ewan McGregor and, and Deborah Chow talking about the project, and 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 of course uh, Hayden coming back to play Darth Vader and and it has some 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 concept art uh with the uh, it, it within the little sizzle reel it's about it was about a minute 45 i guess and you know showing a uh, concept art of Obi-Wan and, and Darth Vader squaring off in another lightsaber duel and and some of the uh other uh, locations and stuff that's going to appear in the show so that was that was that was it was on Twitter for like a hot minute today, and then like I said, Lucasfilm like put a copyright claim on whoever on the site that leaked it. So I don't know if that's going to be the trailer that's going to be shown tomorrow, or uh, if we're going to get get actual footage, given that they did fa finish filming. I want I want to say a month or so ago. Um, so there's that, and then also there is. Since it is Disney Plus Day, which is basically just celebrating the second anniversary of the of the service, mm -hmm. they uh, are going to be uh, releasing 13 of the MCU films, including dropping Shang-Chi tomorrow uh, in IMAX format. So, uh, so there'll be that. Uh, and there's also like a special Marvel Studios featurette that they are going to be releasing Um around midday 11:45 eastern time tomorrow too so uh so i'm sure we'll probably be getting a lot of you know 
probably like <laughs> more info about Miss Marvel, but also She-Hulk and probably some of the other MCU uh, properties and that's coming up. And also there's the uh, Hawkeye Legends thing. They, they, they do these little teasers before the TV shows uh, about the character and just sort of hit the highlights from their previous live action um, right. uh, um, appearances. And then there's also the uh, Shang-Chi Assembled, which is also those making of documentaries, which actually have been, I've watched a couple of them, and they actually are pretty pretty interesting um, as far as some of the behind-the-scenes stuff with the making of these films or TV shows. Yeah, I, I, can, I can see why they would be interested. I remember... Back in the day when I had had cable and we we had stars or HBO and and to before a movie was even released, you would you would see the behind the scenes making mm-hmm. of it to like mm-hmm. kind of sell it, your ticket. And then it took me like one or two films to realize, oh, I basically just watched the movie by watching the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but so but but that's that's cool. Yeah, and um, probably, yeah, and you know they'll, they'll probably drop some other. I mean, there's other Star Wars things coming too. I mean, oh yeah, there's other things too. They're doing a, a behind the scenes thing for Boba Fett as well. So yeah, so they're doing all these things to lead up to the things coming up, and I guess in, you know in the rest of this year and 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 beyond as far in year three as far, of, of Disney Plus, which given given the news I saw yesterday where their numbers are like starting to plateau a bit with you know new signups. Uh, they probably like this is probably the shot in the arm they need to get people to be like, oh yeah, I need to I need to sign up for this service, or or come back. I mean, if people like sign up and then drop off after their particular show. Well, everybody has yeah. their strategy with it. I was talking yeah. to somebody and they were saying, yeah, I just sign up. I I like track what shows I need to watch, mm-hmm. and then I do the free trial, binge, and then yep. I end it. <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> and then I come back. Which, which is a smart thing to do. I mean, in all honesty, there was a period of time when after Mandalorian season one dropped, I, I turned off my service mm-hmm. and didn't turn it back on until Disney started dropping the Marvel shows. Um, yeah. Or like right after Hamilton dropped, I, I turned it off because I this service would not be successful if it didn't have new original Marvel Mm-hmm. And Star Wars. I actually would also make an argument that I don't think this service would survive on just Star Wars alone. No, no, no. So I, I completely agree. Yeah. So it is. It is very much using its resources um, and getting and and that's that's why they wanted to do the TV shows because they're like we TV shows allow these types of platforms to survive yeah. um, in the long run it's not just about having being accessible to all of this these movies and stuff but you need that original tv shows to to make people um stick around yeah 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 exactly especially when directors have creative differences and these projects don't these movies don't necessarily come to fruition and 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 also russian movies to just satisfy, well, we got to like you know follow a trilogy or 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 we got to get content out there, and it, and it's kind of half-assed or half-baked concepts or not even completely thought out. Then you know it, it really alienates the fan base. Whereas, yeah. like as you said, I mean, you know, having the streaming platforms and and 
really do give an opportunity for these uh, properties to really develop and you know, tell these long form stories for about these characters that we've and these universes that we've come to enjoy. Yeah. Um, so on that note, yeah. would you think that the Eternals would be better if it had been dropped on Disney Plus as a TV show? Yeah, I do. Interesting. I do. I don't. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny, but it's here's the funny thing about the Eternals as we turn to it. So my gut reaction when I finished watching it um, in the theater, mm-hmm. I I was kind of, I didn't think it was bad. I didn't think it was good. I was kind of mad. I was just kind of processing it. But as as I got some distance from the film, mm-hmm. I, I think actually I I do like it. I actually do like the film. Mm-hmm. Um, it it you know I give them all kudos as trying to do something different, and 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 and, and I think. You know, getting back to our conversation just from a couple minutes ago, I think the WandaVisions and the and the Disney Plus shows sort of helped me as a MCU fan get off of that that train of like, oh, every movie's got to like set something up for the future, and it, and of course this this film did that too, but I think the narrative things that they that were that were so strong in in the TV shows like WandaVision and Loki in particular um mixing up the format kind of helped set level set my expectations going into into Eternals and so when I look when I just stop and pause and like think about it it's like you know I, I like I like what they're doing as far as here in Phase Four, and 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 I think it just fits into the overall theme of Phase Four as far as how this is the more experimental phase of the MCU as we evolve this property moving forward. So I had a random thought earlier today. Yeah, you know how much I adore Loki, mm-hmm. and the show, not necessarily the character. Um, yeah. Especially that first episode. I think I've seen that first episode of Loki three times, three or four mm-hmm. times. Um, and um, there, there's that part when Loki's going through the machine and it first entering the TV, TVA and they ask him, do you have a soul? Like, are you a robot? Yeah. So I was thinking about it. And I'm like, wait a second. So essentially the, the Eternals are pretty much robots. Yeah. Yeah. So... He he set that up to basically destroy any Eternal if they so happen to be captured by the TVA. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyways, um, I thought that was yeah. pretty cool. Will doesn't seem so impressed, but I whatever. think that's yeah. No, I think that's a. I, I didn't know. I I, I didn't step on you. I, I think that's a beautiful idea. I mean, I, I just didn't know if you had more. I, I I love. I mean, I was I was like I was waiting for the next segue to, to deeper. That's as far as I got, Will. Okay. I just wanted a reason to make that joke that was so <laughs> funny in that first episode. 
more sense. Like, I want to understand that more. (laughs) (laughs) We never got resolution. We didn't. Um, so, so to, to my overall thoughts on the Eternals, um, I'm very much aligned with you where I, I think that this is a fine movie. How I would describe it is, and I don't, I can't for the life of me remember the last time this has happened. Mm. I think the Eternals, the characters are really good. Mm. I really like the characters. I love the majority of the actor chemistry that's happening yeah. um and it's just an overall pr- well like good ensemble like when they were all on screen together and you saw the family dynamics the dysfunction it worked yeah the problem is i didn't care for the story mm-hmm. like the actual story because it felt very much like Oh, we have to re get everybody to join the team. And so I was like, okay, so they're going to take the next 15 minutes to do that. Oh no, they're going to take literally the second act. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. That second act. I, 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 I will freely admit that second act that I, I was, my head was not. <laughs> I, and, and so, and, and, and like I'm on the I'm on the bet I'm on the 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 whole okay the whole love triangle thing of it all yeah Richard Madden and Gemma Chan did not like they did not have the best on screen chemistry and I don't blame Gemma for that I blame Richard mm-hmm. <laughs> like. I know he knew that they were robots, but did he have to talk like a robot the entire time? Like really? He could yeah. have been a little bit more charming. Um, yeah. And, and like her and Jon Snow had pretty much like the best <laughs> chemistry, even though we got it for like 10 minutes. Yeah, they did. They did. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was, yeah. I mean, it was totally more believable with, with uh, Dane and, and, and Cersei than and it ever was with Icarus and Cersei. And I know you're right. They were just a little triangle with, you know, humanity and, Cersei and Icarus and and and, and all but, that, but it was just like there uh, there was yeah. no moment where it was like where the viewers actually got to see her fall in love with humanity. Exactly the thing. Yes, yes, and that's why I back to your question to you when it reacts to me if I thought it would work better as a Disney Plus show. Mm-hmm. That's that's why mm-hmm. because I feel like. I mean, this movie was like two hours and forty minutes long. You know, you know, uh, they could easily had trim, easily had trimmed like twenty minutes or so from it, because yeah. I felt like, it, it, to, to your point, I mean, the second act just felt like they were be re, they were just repeating the same note over and over and over, and not really advancing anything further. To to, to as you said, I mean, to show why she loves humanity. I mean, we saw that with Fastos and, and Druid. As far as far you know, so it was believable that you know, Jurek like went off to the Amazon and like created his own little thing, and 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 for Fastos to fall in love, you know, because of you know because of helping to create the atom bomb, and then and 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 seeing what it it 
the consequences of it and how he, you know, wanted to make things right and how he did fall in love with someone and have a family. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I guess that was the problem with the conclusion of the film too, is like, y- you know, Cersei was, is supposed to, you know, keep the, keep the celestial from becoming, you know, from awakening and stuff, but you're right. It just, I, I never felt that moment. I mean, we, we, I felt like she we, she felt in love with an individual human, but not the race as a whole. But, and we didn't even see that moment. Like, we didn't see that actual moment when her and Icarus broke up. Right. We were told about it. We were told from his perspective about him just being very attractive, attracted mm-hmm. to her Yeah. Um, in the beginning. See, and I disagree with you. I actually liked the second act. Mm-hmm. Um. It was the first act that I was just like, okay, flashback, flashback, flashback. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because the second act is actually when we got to see what happened to people. Um, the thing that really just where I was like, okay, great. Um, this is why I hate trailers. Mm-hmm. The moment that they go to Ajax's house and they mm-hmm. find that Ajax is dead, I'm sitting in the theater and like, Icarus killed her. Okay. Yeah. Because of the stupid trailer that starts off with that scene between Icarus and Ajax. And I'm like, we haven't seen that scene yet. He mm-hmm. killed her. Yeah. Damn yeah. it. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, it's if, like... if I had not pieced that together, because that, that reveal, you're supposed to feel betrayed. Right. And because I had already figured that out, I was just like, this is, come on, guys, wake up. He's clearly, <laughs> he's the good, which, yeah. which, I mean, at the same time, though, I can appreciate this idea of the, they, they, they are soldiers yeah. who were sent um, on this mission and, and he was just following orders to to the very end because it's it's what he believed in. Um, yeah, it's just I I don't know. I go back and forth. Like I I I agree with you that there was a lot of stuff that can be expanded upon and delved into more for these characters. But I'm just excited for the sequel. Yeah. Because now that we've gotten through all of that stuff, mm-hmm. the real adventures can begin. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, it, 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 yeah, for an origin film, because I guess that's you know, and you know, it's an origin film, and you had like 10, 11 characters oh, that you had cool. to like, um, you know, to balance, and so it was, you know, it, it. I mean, I'm honestly, I'm surprised that the film did not completely collapse under the the complete weight of all the expectations and all the juggling of of characters that they had to to, to manage. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I think that it was it is it the best thing ever? Absolutely not. But I think it did what it needed to do to make me curious. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I also appreciate how, even though they win, there's a, there was a consequence. Yeah. Um, which we, I don't think we've seen before, where yeah. where the the winning the the good guys win, 
but at the end of the day, now they're, now they're taken and, and we have to, the next adventure is going to be how to find them. And then Mm -hmm. we get introduced to Eros, who's potentially on our side. Maybe, maybe not. Right. Um, Yeah. We get, yeah. I mean, you know, obviously we, we, you know, learn and I like the way they, you know, tease the, tease the black knight too, as far as, uh, and Blade, yes, can't, yeah, can't, yeah. I mean, you know, inter- formally introduced in Blade, and I guess the reason why they couldn't uh, didn't show him on screen was because they just couldn't get the costume done in time. But uh, uh, I heard that on the podcast I was listening to earlier this yeah. week. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, but the whole story, you know, so we, you know, again, it does the, the it does the MCU thing of setting up things for future. But uh, but you know, but with 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 Dane and and his backstory and, and setting him up and like, Oh, I learned something about my family, you know, from the ring that she gave yeah, yeah. that Cersei gave him earlier in the film. Um, so, yeah. So again, like I said, I mean, I think there were just, there were, a, there were a lot of moving parts to this film. H- hands off to Chloe Zhao for being able to, to juggle all that. And I know she's been like, you know, she, you know, she's been dying to, to direct the MCU film and actually signed up for this before even she even re- won her Oscar for, for Nomadland. And, 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 you know, I, I, I joked when I saw your little note in the show notes about the day film, this uh, film, this on the set of Dune. <laughs> yeah. It's another thing that did not help this movie yeah. or, or it could have was yeah. that it got released right after Dune and it's yeah. just a lot of sand. Yeah. A lot of yeah. sand, a lot of floating space crafts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and that's the that's the thing too. yeah i mean that's the other thing about yeah because the cgi i mean you know given that it was ilm and you know they were forerunners as far as the stuff i mean the i yeah you know that's that's you know the mcu that's the, their one little hang up has always been you know while you know, shaky special effects from time to time and this this film had it and you're right i mean being right after dune i you know two things i was thinking when i first when i started watching the film i was like one it did remind me of doom because of all the sand in mesopotamia but two i was like dang it i saw the trailer i mean basically the first 10 minutes of the film was the trailer were all the trailers <laughs> other than that yeah. one scene with ajak uh and uh i was like okay they really did hold things close to the vest because uh as far as this sort of how things un- unfolded with the rest re- rest of the film um and and you know not not even you know he hadn't even really touched on with Gilgamesh and Thea and their relationship and, uh, and that was a great relationship. Yeah. I really yeah. appreciated it. I I like how Angelina Jolie was in a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she 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 was Athena, Athena the whole time. Like yeah. it was yeah. she wasn't distracting. Mm-hmm. She played her part. So did Selma Hayek. And um, I like it. And the standouts to me were Druid and um, Speedy. What was yeah. her name? Sp- uh, Sprite. No. Oh, no. Oh, 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 the uh, Makari. Makari. The the, yeah. Like, Chloe Zhao, take those two actors, mm-hmm. write a different movie. Yeah. Romantic comedy, preferably. Put them in it. Yeah. I will buy tickets immediately. Like, yeah. they had 
great chemistry and I love that it, originally they were not going that way, but mm. because of their on-screen chemistry, Chloe went there and I'm like, yeah, I'm coming for a sequel. That better be part of it. <laughs> they, they better be featured. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 was, I was thinking more like, man, because I feel Makari didn't have hardly, you know, she was collecting a lot of artifacts and stuff and, and all, but I, you know, I was like, why can't she be the like leader instead of Cersei? <laughs> because yeah, she, I I was see that's another thing that if it had been a TV show we could have seen more because I was also confused as Druid and her were were have always been flirting so yeah. why why didn't like we didn't really get a full explanation for why everybody went their separate ways. Mm-hmm so hard like there there clearly had to been some kind of just a fights and arguments that caused yeah. it we got a we got some of it with uh camille's character and sprite yeah um and sprite was a good character too i i for for whatever reason i appreciated the whole comparison to peter pan wendy mm-hmm. yeah Pinkerel. i thought that yeah. was really good that was very good um i didn't I, I think they could have done more with those characters um, because they had a history. Mm-hmm. I also think that they could have done more with Sprite and um, Cersei just because, to me, when we're first introduced to them, they seem like sisters, like best mm-hmm. friends. But there was this animosity to the point where she chose Icarus over her best friend. So, yeah. 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 I I but see that at the end of the day like these characters I I really enjoy I'm yeah. excited to see them again. Yeah. Um yeah. I yeah. I just wish there was a different story they were in. Yeah, I think the story did not serve as certain characters as well. And cuz I mean cuz honestly I felt Cersei was kind of flat. I mean, I just and and Icarus too, and, and I know I think it was just the way Richard Madden played. I mean, I I know there was some. I think Chloe had had noted that Zack Snyder, uh, you know, Man of Steel yeah, influence. <laughs> you, they can give, and it is what it is. Like, yeah. but um, as for Cersei, I go back and forth. I go back and forth so much on it. And I don't know if it's just because a part of me is rooting for Gemma. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was, I was surprised to see that, Oh, she's the lead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is interesting. But, um, she was, she was almost too quiet. And I've heard a lot of interesting perspectives about why those choices were made mm-hmm. for better or for worse. Um, and it's mainly to parallel how women feel um, in the workplace or something, but mm. Mm. I don't, I don't know it. I I think that, um, yeah, it, I maybe it's just be, because sometimes with well, a lot of times with these ensembles that that main character is like the straight guy yeah. or straight girl in this instance and. Mm. And everyone else around them is crazy. And so they often come off as being like, okay, we could have done without them, but they were the lead. I don't know. I yeah. don't know. We we got two other things to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. Excited, excited to see more Eternals. Good yeah. setup. Totally. Not mad that Harry Styles was in it. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on to Doom Patrol had their season finale this yep. week. They did. I only learned about that five minutes before we started recording. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I did. I did watch it, Will, but um, because I have been having to watch Doom Patrol and Batwoman, and then at one point Titans, all in the same night after work, right before we record, I have been checked out. Um, it was it was a good finale. Um, I figured out it was finale while while watching it because I'm like, okay, what's happening? Um. Yeah, and and what really did me was towards the end, Rita, um, Rita's talking about, hey, well, we did it, guys, and we can be heroes. We can use these gifts for good and everything, and somebody's like, yeah, we saved the town from us, and I'm like, bingo, that's yep. what Will and I were talking about. The true mm. enemies this season were themselves. Yep. Thank you very much. Yep. Yep, I was thinking that same thing when I heard that line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was a good finale. I think uh, the, you know, we talked about this with the penultimate episode last week, where um, started out strong, and then and then hit that kind of rough patch in the middle, and but they finished they finished strong and and making amends for everyone and. And and we you know and very self-referential with uh, you know they won't ever fully call themselves you know they won't they won't ever get referred to as Doom Patrol it was what was it Doom Squad what was it Doom um, I read in my notes it's like Doom Force yeah there it is uh, yeah but uh, yeah you know it it, it it was you know I think the title was perfect for this episode it was a men's patrol and you know and and so it it brought it, like to your point they the enemies this whole season were themselves and it really did with all of them making amends it did finally mostly bring closure to to uh, the journey that they have taken up to this point because you know, if we had another, I don't, you know, there's only so many ways you can like redo therapy patrol uh, before it starts to get stale. Mm-hmm. And and so I think, you know, so this episode really, you know, what, you know, they were making amends. Larry did get the positive energy, you know, through Vic, you know, because Vic, you know, realized like, you know, I was, I, I fell down on the job where with cliff but i'm not going to do that with larry mm-hmm. and you know and, and the you know the underground is still very still has a lot of turmoil and stuff and i think that's just the nature of of the underground those personalities are always going to be like fighting them one another for, to be the to be the prime but you know but hammerhead was like you know i'm nobody's bitch <laughs> and, right and and you know set things up so that Jane could go and you know and and, and meet up with the fog and, and try to resolve these issues with the underground and 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 and, 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 and with Kay as well. So yeah and, and even yeah and then of course you know 
um, you know, Cliff, uh, you, know, you know, Rita making it on to Florida and taking, you know, and, and dispensing with the brain and, and Mola, like, you know, having this, he's like, look, good life. I don't know why the brain like has to go and screw everything up just because he wants to get Cliff, you know, to get Cliff's body. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, you know, it did all those things. And then, you know, I thought it was very smart the way that they, um, Laura DeMille like wrote the letter to herself and then just like all the descriptions of the characters again, it was just like, I was yeah. just, that, that was just, you know, get all the funny, you know, all the, all the things that I felt like we were missing, even though I know a lot of times, we, uh, I know we have, we were watching a show on compressed timeline, so we wouldn't get behind, but I still felt the, you know, even these, these last few weeks, I felt that they were getting back on track with, with, with what was so, was so smart about this series. I agree. I mean, for better or for worse, I, I definitely started to see more of the Doom Patrol from season one, season two in these these last few episodes than early on this season. Um, I think looking back, I'm excited for the fourth season just because I'm I'm curious now having gone through this season what are they going to do mm-hmm. um, and and how are they going to continue moving these characters f- forward? And and honestly, I'm also just wondering, um, and we were kind of talking about this last week when we were talking about Stargirl, is what's the overall plan for this show? Yeah. Like, what What is the end game here? Um, with these with these characters and th- this overall storyline, because um, I feel like the first season was w- also ended on this note of like, hey guys, we can be superheroes. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. So so, huh? Are they gonna just repeat that? And and I mean, we're we're talking because we've been scarred by these shows. <laughs> <laughs> We've we've watched a few of these shows from start to finish, and it's like, okay, there was clearly no end game. You wrapped your end game in season one, um, but but yeah, um, cool, and and it's good, and at the very least, at the very fucking least, Larry is finally positive, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. glad. It's like, but Vic, but poor Vicky's like, we finally become a superhero, but I don't have my, stu- I don't have, I don't have, you know, I don't have, I don't have my stuff. Oh, <laughs> we'll figure we'll, out a way to bring back his yeah. stuff. See, I thought, yeah, you know, honestly, I thought that because Vic was helping Larry by taking the, 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 the energy, I figured, mm-hmm. I, I thought that the fake skin stuff that he, you know, got, from the that clinic was going to get all burned up and there was Silas was going to have to come back and like uh restore him to to to, to cyborg but right like, yeah I, I thought that was the way they were going but they they kept they kept Vic like new Vic new Vic new yeah. Vic all right um moving on to Batwoman and Gotham basically this episode can be summed up in a um, dinner party gone wrong with with mommy. They're mm-hmm. taking a Joker route. <laughs> <laughs> there was a Montoya Poison Ivy connection. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know what paralytic was used, but good lord, it was very distracting to me how these characters were like, oh, I can't move my arm. And then one of them gets up and then suddenly they fall over. And I'm like, I'm like, so is it all just hitting you at different times? And then also, why can Ryan, like, yeah, she was struggling, but she pretty much was getting up and walking. Yeah. <laughs> was and that so was before she got the EpiPen. <laughs> like, why is this hitting everyone? Um, and I real I don't like this whole Joker thing that they're doing. Uh, my God. Well, yeah. So basically, uh, see, yeah. Uh, <laughs> wait, I mean, and you know why, Will? Yeah. Because we just wrapped season three of Titans, and yes. it was all about Red Hood. <laughs> yeah it was it was we touched on this last week and oh. i think this week so i think i figured out what to do in this season and well well at least at least until at least until poison ivy gets here okay so you know so in order so they're they're basically all you know what we've seen with the villain of the week are just knockoffs of the original bat villain that's right you know, so they're just doing this, this stringing us along because this, you know, the the pig dude was inspired by the original pig, and we had, a, you know, the this cryo drug was inspired by Doctor Freeze, and you know, instead of having Doctor Freeze, we had, you know, Nora, his wife and sister-in-law, or whatever. So you know, so basically, these are stringing us along with these villain of the weeks using the the bat villains until we get. Poison Ivy, which we're getting much closer. And then, of course, they drop all the Easter eggs like, yes, Catwoman does exist in the Arrowverse. I'm like, okay, well, fair. That's good to know. Um, you know, I hate that their theory that that Ryan and, well, I guess it could still happen. I guess this could still happen that Bruce is Ryan's father. But because we but we know that at least Mark Marquis's dad is definitely not Bruce Wayne. So... Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I feel, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I think overall the seasons is, is, is fun. It's, you know, they're enjoyable episodes, uh, and they're just, you know, and, and given that they only have 13, you know, I think, you know, we were talking about earlier how, um, how fast the season seems to be going and, it, and this is why, and I, I didn't realize there were actually 13 episodes until just until this week. I was like, Oh, um, I thought they, I thought they had a, a 18 episode order, but I guess not. So, you know, we're one step closer to Poison Ivy. We get some more backstory as far as Montoya and, and you know, her love affair with, with Poison Ivy. And I'm like, you know, I think everybody, you know, everyone in this show, like ships one another except for Luke and Mary. <laughs> I just so it was it was funny watching this episode because for some odd reason um, when I was watching Doom Patrol, a thought in my mind was like, "What is going on with Montoya?" I feel like we saw her for briefly for one one episode, and then she's just been off screen. And then yeah. this episode, her and Alice have all this all these storylines, which I actually liked. Yeah, um, I, I appreciated their dynamic. Um, Alice, this season Alice works, um, Mm -hmm. which is which is a good thing. Um, I this Sophie stuff is still weird to me. Um, 
N- not her and Ryan liking each other. Mm-hmm. I, I've I've said that since day one. But but just just what is her job like? They even made jokes about it. Yeah, exactly. They're a babysitter, and then she's basically an escort for Ryan. (laughs) So so what is her job? No, but seriously, how is she paying her rent? I just need to understand. (laughs) Because, I mean, when she was a crow, there was a different aspect to her on Mm -hmm. the show Mm -hmm. um, that came from a perspective and I feel as though they've just put her into this love interest box. Yeah, it is. And I'm not, I don't like it. They, they need to figure out a way to use her. Um, they need to, I don't, and this is why I was thinking about Montoya before the episode, because I was like, why isn't Sophie and Montoya interacting more? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. But well, (laughs) Just, yeah, well, I guess, I mean, I guess there would be like, the only, but and, and to, to your to your point, because that would be the perfect dramatic tension that you need, given that you have a former crow and a Gotham PD detective, you know, and Gotham, you know, and, and, and all the dynamics that Gotham PD has with the corruption and other things, and you got the corrupt crows. I mean, you could you could use them as foils, or you could use them as as uh, as 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 teammates i mean but you're right it is a missed opportunity like make it a love triangle yeah or a love yeah i mean clearly i mean they're all like love it up yeah they could you got a vigilante on one side you got a police officer on the other you have an ex-crawler right in the middle perfect symmetry yeah (laughs) perfect perfect yeah i mean they it's it's definitely a missed opportunity yeah maybe they'll get there Um, maybe. maybe But yeah, it's see. I'm now. I'm just stuck on you telling me there's 13 episodes, and I'm like, and we still have yet to get poison ivy. Yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> like it's going quickly, but I'm like, are, are is she gonna appear in the very last episode? Are you kidding me? Um, yeah. Well, and maybe that's because it's this season is just a setup for the next season. Maybe. Um, Could be. I, Ryan and Jada's dynamic. Um, I don't understand how we go from last episode, last week's episode, to to Jada basically wanting to take down Wayne Enterprises, mm-hmm. to them having dinner. Yeah, so I think the dinner. I think I think she was because uh, using that as an opportunity to again intimidate her. Uh, no, nope, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it, yeah, it did. It, it did seem like it did seem that they were adversaries, and then because I mean, and, and Ryan, you know, threw through the through the invitation away, and then you know, Mary dug it out, dug dug it out. Um, just doesn't make sense. Like Jada wanted yeah. nothing to do with her, and yeah. then she, she like gets upset then starts to go after Wayne Enterprise and then all of a sudden it's like hey honey I want you to come to dinner and then at the end of it says uh, don't you see I've been trying to protect you from for this entire time from your brother who mm-hmm. like gave no sign of being a psychopath before this no 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 sign like yeah. 
Well, none. And, and that was they're, 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 so. This is like you know, yeah. They were like holding back. You're like, okay, we're gonna they're gonna completely f with the audience here and like you know make him the joke Joker light. <laughs> I just it's uh, yeah. I mean, you're right. This season is fine. I just wish there were more like, oh my god, they did that. Like yeah. the the twist. I I'm not enjoying the twists these seasons. This yeah, season. yeah. Well, yeah. I think this is uh, the twists are kind of, uh, and then I think that again, I, they're just. I mean, I I wish they would just instead of doing these knockoff bat villains, just give. I mean, I'm I, I, you know I, I'm not as familiar with Batwoman in the you know as far as the comic and 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 their natural. Their 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 rogues gallery, but you know it reaches a point. I even I think I even read somewhere that even the penguins, a version of the the knockoff penguins, going to show up this season too. So you know it, my complaint last week, and it holds true to this week, is you know, we, you know they're digging to they're going in the bat universe and and you know, dealing with all the Bruce's stuff, but you know I would like to see some original villains for Ryan, you know, and, yeah. and, and not people not that we've seen in other. What's that? No, not to cut you off, but not yeah. even an original villain, like uh, somebody from the B list that yeah. you can make. I mean, they, they took Alice and Alice mm-hmm. is like a, a very complicated character. They, they, they should be able to do that with more. And what really I think should be worrying us, Will, is if they go through the entire, like, A-list, mm-hmm. what are they going to do next season? Yeah, yeah. Well, and maybe because that's... I don't want the third knockoff. Of yeah. the <laughs> and yeah. stop stop doing the Joker. Just yes. stop it. Yes. Stop yes. it right now. <laughs> yes, we had him. Yes, we had him last season. Now we got him showing up again. And, and, and again, I mean, yes, it's Gotham City. And yes, they can be, you know, I think it's all, you know, it's one of those things that I think what the Arrowverse did well at the beginning was keeping the Trinity out of the, out of the mix, you know? The, 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 yeah. the, and I think they need to go back to that some because you know DC has a wide swath of characters and stuff and you know it you know it's it's like you know taking it to the you know having you know doing live action you know another live action version of Superman but now we're going to make him Black Superman even if it is Calvin Ellis or 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 Kal El or 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 Valzad or whoever but you know it's the same thing they have a deep bench of characters that they and and she used the Marvel world you know bring them up and and explore them so that you know like like with the eternals for example and you know because even on dc side they were going to do new gods and then now they decided not to i mean so i think the same thing with the show we don't need you know we, we've seen all these various iterations of scarecrow and joker and, and others in live action let's go to some other characters like alice that we haven't seen in live action yeah Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. On that note, Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, you can find me at Will M. Polk, W-I-L-L-M-P-O-L-K. 
You can find me on Twitter at SJBelmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Cena Nerd. Friend us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and visit our website, www.cenanerdpodcast.com. But most importantly, rate, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, geek out. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs>